Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I showed up at your house today in, in Grandma Chic. Now, <laughs> you are in a specific uh, era uh, of sh- uh, footwear. Yeah well, yeah, well, here's the thing at 55, no one really cares. 55. We're 26 seconds in and you've already said 55. I have a pair of striped cozy socks on that are big and comfy. Some knockoff plastic Birkenstocks. I support this. And uh, wide leg cozy earth rib knitwear (laughs) and a big blousey sweatshirt. Listen, I'm I'm here for it. And listen, I've just decided that... It's okay. It's well, fine. It, it, the sky's the limit when you're 55. That's right. Nobody really cares. They don't. They're not going to run. No, they don't. Daryl might have gave me a little sideways look when he saw me when he first walked in the door, Listen, but he doesn't really care either. You know what, Battery Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter what you wear. Battery Daddy going to take another look. Okay. Because <laughs> he is your Battery Daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is getting one for Christmas, by the way. That's so awesome. Hey, well, today on the podcast, we have an old friend with us, actually. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Chandra, Chandra Sale. Um, I've known Matt and Leanne for 12 years, I think, at this point. Wow. Yeah, and we, um, Chandra is in town. She came to visit some friends, visited us. We had a great dinner together and just chatted. And before she came, like maybe a week or two Mm -hmm, ago, we mm -hmm. were like, Hey, when you're in town, yes. we want to talk about something yes. very specific. Yes. And we're not going to take away anything from your story and what you want to tell, but um, we're just so happy to have you here. So part of our opening that we yes. do every time is we always share one of our good days. Yes. Why don't we go first? Me and Chandra <laughs> go first. No, I think maybe I should go first. Should you go first? Yeah, probably. No, you, you guys you, go first. You, you go, you, okay. You're right. You go first. You go first. Okay, my good day... Um, We recently saw family. It's the holiday season, so we saw family, and we went to one of our favorite places in this United States. It is. It is Disney World. Close. (laughs) It is Asheville, North Carolina. Oh yeah. Asheville. Listen, Asheville is known for the Biltmore, but it's like the East Coast, Colorado. Like walk your dog everywhere, buy pottery, see artists, wear UGGs. Yeah. Cardigan yes. sweaters. You are dressed for Asheville tonight. <laughs> no, actually, you really are. No, you really are. You look like a artist right now. <laughs> what did you describe yourself as, Grandma Chic? Grandma Chic. Yeah, could, gr- Granny Chic. Maybe Sheik. Asheville's the Disney World of Grandma Chic. <laughs> I like that. I think that anything kind of could go in Asheville, yeah, but yeah. we um, have been there a handful of times because uh, my sister lives in South Carolina, so that's a place we'll often say, "Hey, let's meet up there because there's good restaurants." There's um, breweries, even mm-hmm. though we're not mm-hmm. big beer people, but we did visit this place. It's called Ginger's Revenge. Ginger's Revenge. If, if you, you are, are listening, listening, Ginger's Revenge um, makes what ginger beer, which is just ginger ale, but it's like spicy yes. ginger ale. I love ginger. So good. I so good. It. So yeah. anyway, Asheville's a great place. I would highly recommend it. I'm such a nerd that a teacher friend of mine that I work with 
went to Asheville and I said, oh my gosh, I will make a Google Doc and share it with you of all my favorite places. Of course you did. So if you are listening and you like the Google Doc of Matt's picks from Asheville, I would be more than happy to pass it along. I think you should just... You should just just put that up on your Instagram. I probably should. Stories, yeah. But you know, our time with our—I've talked about time with my cousins, my sister has, or with my my sister's kids. We literally, when we do these holiday get-togethers, it's like we just pack sweatpants and mm-hmm. we bring board mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. and we just eat food and spend so time together. It's that's great. what we do. Yeah, and it, it's a good day. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. What about you, Shandra? Okay, so my good day was couple weeks ago and um cooper and i went to our cooper's your son cooper is my son he is 13 and it's weird Um, (laughs) having a 13 year old is weird weird. his voice is low he's got a little mustache and hair on his legs is he shaving his mustache yet or are Mm, we not there yet no but i do have to pluck the area between his eyebrows right now gotta help him (laughs) he's got his mom's jeans there sorry cooper um (laughs) Anyway, so we got home from work. I'm a teacher. He's in eighth grade. So we got home and I had made banana or not banana bread, pumpkin bread that weekend. And it's one of our fall traditions to deliver mm-hmm. pumpkin bread to our neighbors. So we delivered the pumpkin bread and he let it. I did the first house and then he took Aww, over. That's cool. So when we went to the first neighbor, I said, this is our annual pumpkin bread. Happy fall, whatever. And then to hear him echo my words yeah. back oh, was yeah. really weird and yeah. awkward kind of yeah. <laughs> and also wonderful and right. also really wonderful and sweet yeah and then we came back in and I made a really healthy dinner of grilled chicken and roasted veggies and there's something about making a healthy meal that makes me feel like yeah. superwoman sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh I've done the thing right. that yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to do yeah. um and we sat and talked he helped me make dinner he helped me like we yeah, had a really great so conversation good. during dinner and then he retreated, and I retreated <laughs> to our respective <laughs> spots in the house. And I was thinking about how, as he's a teenager, I feel like I'm lucky if I get 30 minutes with mm. him yeah, every day. Because right. he just does not have the desire to be right. next to me. And he is an only child, so I was his playmate for, right. for so mm-hmm. much yeah. of his life. So it just feels weird sometimes that yeah. we're just in this phase. It's fine. Like, it's right. developmental. Right. It's whatever. But I was sitting there and thinking, like, I got more than 30 minutes yeah, today, right. and that Absolutely. was really sweet, yeah. and I got That's to good see day. him partake in a tradition yeah. that we have started, and um, I did think, like, this was really sweet and really good. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good day. That's I good. I love that. Okay, my good day. I didn't want to talk about a good day. <laughs> I did not have a good day today. It was not a good day. We won't go into the details, but it involves sewage and <laughs> you literally and, walked in the house and you were like these are not good days <laughs> and i think i am kind of proud of us we've made it over a year yeah without us getting to this yeah. point but you know and today. i yeah and i just thought you know some da- sometimes that they're they're not good days yeah totally. they're not but i cannot stay there very long like i i i know i don't want to get off on like a too much of a rabbit trail here but I, I honestly 
for lack of a, I can't, I can't get creative enough right now to think of the word, but I was like pissed off all day. Yeah. Like it was just one thing after another and none of them were good. They were all hard. They were all, and then Daryl told me, he's like, Hey, can you follow me to pick up the work truck at the mechanic shop? Like 30 like, minutes away. And this I'm is like, the last thing I want to What? Do. And so, so I wanted to listen to sad music i'm like i'm gonna find the saddest artist like alanis Morissette, who talks about death and sadness and dreariness and then i was like i caught myself i'm like oh no you are not yeah you're gonna ride in this car for the next 20 minutes because i was in the car feeling really sorry for myself right like ten thousand dollars worth of sorry for myself yeah. because of just the different things that happened today and i and i was like i'm gonna put on i'm not kidding i'm like i'm gonna put on the these are good days playlist because we have a playlist <laughs> yeah, on spotify Kat made it for us for uh, our um live for event. our live event and everybody's got their something in on that that's my favorite uh, okay song, First of all, everybody has their something like we all have have days that are just bad and hard. And you can't, I felt like, I felt like, well, two things. I had two good things happening today and, and I almost, this sounds so weird and maybe there'll be somebody that'll be like, I know exactly what you mean. I almost didn't. I almost didn't want the two things to happen. I was like, I just want to be like right here, mad, upset, like, and, and, and the one thing, um, you know, was a great thing. And then the other thing was doing, was recording this. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this playlist in. I'm going to change the script of what is happening in my mind totally. because I was just so upset by the things of the day. And then, you know, everything that happens to us personally, it's not happening just to us. Right. There are other people that it's right, happening right. to. So, so that was part of it too. I'm carrying what, how it's affecting other people totally. and I'm just like m- mad about it. Well, Daryl was my husband. D sometimes has this way of like, I don't know. Sometimes it helps. And sometimes I just want to go, worse. Ah. <laughs> uh, but he's like, Lee, we're going to be okay. He's like, we're still going to do our best every day. Right. We're going to work hard right. and it's going to be all right. But, but I just want to say that, that when we get on here and we talk about good days and we talk about having a good day and what's your good day, we mean it. Mm-hmm. And not every day is a good day. Well, like, and sometimes you have to fight for a good day. Right. And, and today right. it sounded like you had to fight for I your did. good day. And then I, and but did the thing you shared with us about Joey also happened today yes there were things in my day that were good but i guess what i'm trying to say is is when when really hard bad things happen it's so easy to let them literally engulf you yeah where you don't see uh, like our our son joey is in commercial real estate his firm there's three people all together in his sweet little office and they just opened this brand new office uh, under this wonderful umbrella of matthew's real estate and they just got their first listing today. Yeah. They've been praying together every morning, and here it is. You know, they, they got their it listing, with you today and they, yeah, they on sh- your yes, frustrating yes, day. I, on on my bad day. Yeah. But listen, my other bad things were so big and bad mm-hmm. that that they almost like the big bad wolf. They almost like just blew sh- your house down. They almost just <laughs> took that good thing that Joey shared and grabbed it That's and right. swallowed it. And then the other things, I was like. 
I don't even want to do anything else. I just want to be mad. And I just had to get to a place where I was like, I have got to change the way I'm thinking. I've got to put some good music on and not death and sadness music. And I've just got to change the direction of how I'm feeling, which is a great place to spring off. I recently heard that described as not watering the weeds, like putting on the, just letting the sad consume you. You have to stop watering that and start Mm -hmm. watering the good. And you choosing to put on something different was choosing not to water. Totally. The weeds. The weeds. And today we, we really want to talk and kind of land the plane where, um, we're in the middle of the holiday season Mm -hmm. and listen, the holidays are not all good. We see the commercials on TV and we see, you know, the movies that portray everything as perfect, happy family with like a perfectly brown turkey or ham on the table. And the reality is, is it's, it's not like that. And part of um, the reason why I want to talk about that is Shandra has been through some really hard stuff in recent years. And so we want to, wanted to give her an opportunity to share, um, you know, you're in the middle of it still. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't, you know, I tend to say we're on the other side, but the reality is, is we're still working through right, so right, much of right, life right, right, right. Um, always. So right. why don't you share your story? We have sure. not really prepped Shandra no. for, to no. share her story. So I even tried probing <laughs> yesterday. Like, is there no. any questions you guys really we want? We want to no. leave it open no. for you. Yeah. Um, well, first, I think I shared with you this with you guys earlier, but I just need it to be said. I feel really honored to be here in this pod. I listen. I'm an active <laughs> listener. And um, I feel like this is a bit of a holy space and mm-hmm. to for you to choose my voice to give to this um, matters to me oh. and I don't take it lightly. So yeah. well, you're a very Thank wise you. person. I'm yeah. nervous that 30 minutes isn't enough. But. Yeah. <laughs> we can go 40. Yeah. And, and we we um, we love you and we have watched you navigate hard Absolutely. things. Absolutely. And we we value your wisdom and we think that it's really going to resonate with a lot of people listening. Totally. I hope so. My hard, um, in 2020, my ex-husband and I separated and then divorced soon after. And so I think the hard that you guys are referring to and that I would identify with right now would be navigating holidays mm-hmm. through a divorce, mm-hmm. after a divorce, mm-hmm. and the changes that come with that. But um, I hope that it resonates with any type of grief that people are um, experiencing and types of different types of loss. So while I might be specifically speaking to my situation, I hope that it can resonate. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's loss. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's navigating firsts. Yeah. Like, yeah. The the first first Christmas without Cooper was last year. Can you talk to us about your first, your first? Um, I remember, (laughs) I remember my first, I was actually thinking about this today. My first Thanksgiving without my dad, um, we didn't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so my mom rented a cabin somewhere in Virginia. This is such a cool thing. Rented a cabin in Virginia um, in the middle of nowhere. Went with my sister and we both, our kids were about 18 months old. We each had one kid. And we met in in the cabin and we started some new traditions. Mm -hmm. And part of that too, this is such a random thing, is we stumbled into this old-fashioned general store Mm. and we were shopping. And on Friday night, somebody was like, are you staying? And we're like, for what? And they're like, they do a live radio show with stomping. And we were like, what's that? (laughs) 
and they had like a dance, like a community <laughs> dance. And it was, I remember it being really hard, but a really joyful, good memory too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the firsts are hard because we didn't know what to do at yeah. first. And so, there's so many firsts, oh, right? absolutely. There's the first holiday without Cooper. There's the first holiday without his dad. There's the first um, time I'm really alone. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's just so many different firsts. And um, my first Thanksgiving without him, my best friend in Texas and her husband invited me over to spend with them. And that was lovely. But my counselor that week had also said, you need to put yourself on a dating app and get yourself out there. And so my mind had other things to mm-hmm. concentrate, concentrate on, on because yeah, I didn't good. have Cooper that week. And, um, I was grieving through that process a lot too. Yeah. Like dating and putting yourself out there was also hard. So to have that space was really nice. Um, then our first Christmas, my whole family came mm. oh, and I can't speak enough to the value of allowing family and people to come and help yeah. you during some of the things like that. But lights were up outside, which was Cooper's dream forever. And, yeah. um, his dad never wanted to do it. So we got to put lights up outside and, um, have a lot of what we would normally have that right. felt like, right, right, right. um, then last year, um, we went away for Thanksgiving together. I had Cooper for Thanksgiving and then last Christmas was my first Christmas without him. Mm. And in knowing that I retreated to Leanne's sea loft in Hilton yeah, Head, that's right. um, I knew it was coming and she had posted about its availability and yeah. I thought this feels like peace to me. Mm. Um, and so I knew I needed to grab onto the thing that was going yeah. to bring me peace during that week. And it ended up being a week where like everything went right and everything I did just, it got better and better yeah. and better. So, um, those were like the overall, like the zoomed out versions right, of, right. of those weeks. Um, and I think that the hard that I experienced during the holiday, like if you really think about it is not, I don't only experience it on holidays. It's right. a, it's an everyday experience and that is loneliness um and it's just expounded on Mm. holidays Mm -hmm. it's in your face um because holidays are so full of tradition Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. things ways we've always done things and Mm -hmm. it's evident that that thing is not there um and so the ache of loneliness is something i've felt in a very different way um and looking back on my marriage, I was lonely in my marriage Mm -hmm. and I would put up the Christmas tree by myself when I was married and I would wrap the gifts by myself. And, um, I was lonely. I did not have enough vocabulary around those things or the right amount of self-esteem during that time. I don't think to acknowledge that that was loneliness or to um, allow myself to go there, but I was lonely. And so what's, so if you look at, if you look at the loneliness in a marriage versus the loneliness, not married, what's, what's that? What's the difference? What's that look like for you Um, now? A lot of freedom. (laughs) Um, I was like, I was going to say that I just, I would never go back to that loneliness. I would take this loneliness Mm. and it is an ache and there's a depth to the loneliness that I've never experienced before when I was married but I would take this lonely over that lonely any day because this one has hope. And mm. that one I felt so trapped, mm. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. that I will 
I mean, hope is hope is a hard act. Hope is hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard mm-hmm. um, to but hold on to. Yeah, it's also <clears throat> very powerful, and that's why you can take the depth of the loneliness is because hope is such a powerful thing. Absolutely. Whereas when you feel hopeless or trapped mm-hmm. or or at a place where you feel like there isn't like going to be change or it's not going to nothing nothing's going to be different right. if I stay in this situation that feels like a like a desperate loneliness of like whoa mm-hmm. what next yeah exactly <laughs> um i something you said triggered a thought is during that first thanksgiving mm-hmm. um you mentioned your counselor which were like yay counselors yeah, we love God. you shout out to mine christina <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um it sounds like your counselor guided you to to be proactive about something mm-hmm. what are some of the ways because you know mm-hmm. i did my research i got a list no, but i want to hear I yours first <laughs> what what are some of the ways that as you've navigated a shift in your life, a big shift, you know, the loss of a spouse in the way that you have, um, what are some ways that you've been proactive to maybe fight that loneliness before it comes? You know, you've alluded to some of them, but you know, I love a list so we can go back to some of them, (laughs) but what are some of the other ways too, that you've kind of been proactive to say, I know that this is going to be hard. So I did, these things or I've tried these things or this has helped um getting back to the basics of taking care of myself like Mm. I would take care of my own child was a huge thing drinking water moving my body um I was really drawn to sunrises and sunsets I think because Mm. they um reminded me of God I think in that moment and hope like Mm that every day is a new day yeah um, so I would plan a walk at sunrise or sunset every day. Um, again, drink my water. Mm-hmm. My hammock became my holy place. I called yeah. it my holy place and, um, I would spend as much time as there as I could, but I had to let go of the expectation of what holidays there it were. Is for me. Yeah. Um, and allow myself to envision a new, mm-hmm. a new way of celebrating and a new, um, just new. And I, as hard as it is sometimes to like, um, to be with just me and Cooper, mm-hmm. right? I only have so much time. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And so I want to not wish away yeah, this right. moment. That's a, that's with a good him. reality. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to wish away this time because I don't know what this time next year will hold. And right. I don't know what will in life will be different or feel different. And, so when I have him now, I want to make sure that I am am meeting him where he is and mm-hmm. celebrating as much as yeah, I can. That's good. Um, my counselor had me do a lot of. Um, I had to identify someone I wanted to model in my mm. life, and that for me was my great grandmother, and she um, was very joyous. She lost her husband. Mm. She lost a child um, when he was little, and. I never, looking back, ever saw her in sorrow. Mm-hmm. She always seemed like a woman of joy. I'm, I know she had sorrow. I'm oh, sure yeah. she right, had right, bad right. days, yeah. right? Of course she did. But she was a pillar in my mind of faith and strength and hope and joy. And so when I walked through those ho- these holidays, and as I'm still na- navigating new things, I, I don't want to take away 
that joy. Yeah. I want Cooper to look back and think of how peaceful his home mm-hmm. was and mm-hmm. how bright it was. I literally will open all the blinds some yeah. days right. just to let light in. And um, I had a friend reach out to me the other day, and she's like, "Your home just feels so different." I'm like, "That Aww. you don't you, that means so much That's to me sweet. because I've actively pursued right. um, changing the atmosphere in my yeah. home." So that also helped. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I had to allow people in. I don't like to let people mm-hmm. in. Yeah. I've been hurt too too many times right. to let people in. But I have had to allow people yeah. to come in and help me and sit with me and yeah. um, allow other presences in my Yeah. Life. Well, what I heard you say earlier was, you know, you do that, that week of Thanksgiving. Your counselor was like, let's get on a dating app. And you're like, oh, I don't know about that. And then I heard you say your family came out and you let them help you do things around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the hardest thing that you, and I'm just reiterating what you said, is letting go of the expectations of what we think it should be. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, <clears throat> we think a holiday should look like a Hallmark movie. Um, and we think it should ha- should look a certain way. It should sound a certain way. It should smell a certain way. It should have certain people around the table. You know, the vibe should be a certain way. And I think half the battle is letting go of your expectations mm-hmm. and maybe starting some new things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I think I forgot to say that, but new traditions is what have you, that... what are some things you've done? Some new traditions you've started? Um, n- not necessarily around the holidays. Yeah. I'm just new rhythms. Maybe yes. it's a better word. Um, and coo- I was talking about this earlier, but I just did not do traditions for the first couple of years. And Cooper has not asked for those things. But this yeah. year, for the first time, he's specifically asked for two. Um, but every um, first day of school um, since the divorce, uh, it's always emotional for both of us because yeah. we're both starting New Year's. And he's growing and it's hard. So we've started um, baking brownies and taking it to our neighbors who have kids who are also doing Mm. first days. Um, And I realized that any, sorry, tradition that is taking us out of our own headspace Mm. and letting us focus on helping someone else has really shifted a lot of our woe is me attitude. We're not watering the weeds Mm -hmm. in those moments. Mm -hmm. We're able to Mm -hmm. really. It's really good. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But when we decorate for Christmas now, we do pajamas and pizza night. And, um, I don't know. There's just, so that's on my list. Cause here's, here's part of my list. Yeah. Um, I have a, I have a list on how to help deal with the holiday blues. And what you just said is on my list. It is number 10. It's do what you want, eat what you want, mm-hmm. decorate how you want, shop how you want and watch whatever movies you want or however, whatever that looks like. Or don't decorate how you want. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you went through were, that. Oh, yeah, you I didn't decorate for years. Several years. I, I mean, probably three years I didn't have a tree. Right. Yeah. And then everybody I'll, I'll, back off because I just needed to not have a tree. That's fine. It was we're fine. All fine with it. It was fine. Nobody yeah. listening is upset. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> and also you guys traveled for the holidays. We did. That became so like a tradition a for yeah. you is... Traveling, where you, yeah. I mean, you took me sometimes, well, which was so yeah, fun. Was but you um, travel with your boys. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's such a great, because listen, here's the reality. Just to put it plainly, just get away from all the drama. Mm-hmm. If there's drama, just get away <laughs> yeah, from it. That's exactly. What better place yeah. to go than to that, Cancun? That- <laughs> 
That's where we went. It's so true. And now the last like three three years, the boys have wanted to come to the farmhouse. They've wanted to be at the farmhouse and have a fire and, you know, have more of a traditional more of a traditional Christmas, but there were years that we traveled over Christmas and listen, it was so fun. I listen, I recently listened to an old podcast about favorite things. And last year you were buying everybody's slippers. <laughs> I mean, you went hard into LL Bean. I did, you went, I did. you went from no Christmas tree to LL Bean mommy. So you went hard. LL Bean mommy. Battery daddy and LL Bean mama. Okay. Here's some other things is as we talk about dealing with the hard during the holidays, is I think it's we have to give ourselves permission to say no. Mm-hmm. So oh, often, gosh. here's here's the That's thing. So because we want the picture to look a certain way, and then someone asks us to do a certain thing that we don't really want to do, sometimes we'll force ourselves to do the thing that we don't want to do just to make the picture in our head work. But then when it's all over, we're like, we didn't really want to do that. And it made it worse. <laughs> and I think sometimes we out of whatever it is, if it's shame or guilt or just feeling like we have to meet someone else's expectations, I think sometimes we, we just have to give ourselves permission to say Say no to all the things that bombard us. Um, Mallory and I actually, we were just talking about this. Um, I haven't told you guys this and I'll share with my podcast community. <laughs> I am going to be the conductor on a Polar Express train. What? <laughs> I'm going to punch the tickets amazing. and take kids. To, it's actually just in Orville. Do you get um, to also sing hot cocoa? I don't hot know yet. <laughs> I have the script. I need to read it. <laughs> but you know, that's one of those things where it's like, Oh, we're so busy. But you know what? Mallory and I, we, I sat on it for a week. We talked about it mm-hmm. and she's like, you should do it. It'll feel so good when it's over. But listen, there are some, not not that I'm dreading it, but you'll be happy. You'll be glad that you said yes to it. There are some things, though, when it comes around, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to. Mm. Listen, if you have a holiday party you have to go to, no one says you have to go. You know, and I think we right, just put so much right, pressure right. on ourselves to say yes to everything. Yes. And also, <clears throat> you know. We don't have to go to the settings that suck the life out of us. We don't. Sometimes we tell ourselves we're like honoring a person or we're. Listen, all three of us have some, some little churchy hurdy. Yeah. Down under our skin. Or church. I would say, I would say religious catchphrases like. Weaponizing the Bible. You, you, you like, you honor your mother and father and you, you know, you do what they're mm-hmm. asking you to right. do. Da, da, da. Well, you know what? I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not going to subject myself to unhealthy family dynamics Absolutely. at the holidays where I go home and think, oh my gosh, is this what a migraine feels like? And oh my gosh, my stomach hurts. And right. oh my gosh, like I don't want to go there. I don't want right. to be there. I don't want to do it. Every time I go, they bring this up. I don't know who that's on. That, yeah. Who is that honoring? How is that honoring? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, what about honoring? I mean, now listen, some people aren't going to like this because it sounds selfish. But the truth is, what happens when we honor ourselves? Right. You know, not in a selfish way, but in a healthy way. Right. Because I think often we get manipulated or co- coerced into being in settings that our right. emotional and mental and even spiritual health suffers. Right. Like we can't, we, we, we are, we are damaging ourselves. Right. And I, I think mean, it's okay too. 
if you're if you're not ready to put up a boundary that says I'm not going there, I also think it's okay to say, hey, I don't really want to talk about that. And I think we get afraid to mm-hmm. say those. Or oh. hey, this is this is not something we're gonna do. Or if somebody is in, uh, passively, you know, the the thing with sometimes I think at the holidays with getting around people and in settings that are difficult where where you feel disrespected that and that could be in a passive aggressive often it's passive right. aggressive sometimes it's aggressive aggressive sometimes it is you're like okay, is is take out my earrings listen we we would encourage people all three of us would encourage people to say oh hey you don't have permission to talk to mm-hmm. me that way or mm-hmm. oh hey um or, that hurt yeah <laughs> right. right acknowledge the hurt and yeah. and and an, another phrase you could say is a question and it's like what did have them repeat it what did you just say mm-hmm. or like hey what why did you say that to me right because listen we i think i think what happens sometimes is if that happens to us continually in a in a certain setting then we have become the target of that person. Mm-hmm. So, so it's okay to stand up for yourself. Right. Don't, don't, don't do it. Right. I mean, don't allow it. What you I mean, permit, I I've heard it said, what you permit will persist. Oh. So if you permit it, it's going to keep happening. So the longer you let it happen, you start shifting into these unhealthy cycles where, where people think that they can treat you a certain way or talk to you a certain mm-hmm. way. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, if you continue to permit it, it's going to keep persisting. Or so. even just if you have to go to the get together, avoid those people. Right. Don't sit at the same table. Don't mm-hmm. get behind in the buffet. Don't get behind them in the buffet line. Like right. do practice avoidance, I guess, you know, if you feel like you have to be there. Right. But, um, you know, also give yourself permission not to go. Totally stay home. One of Jen Hatmaker's books, she talked about like the balance, quote unquote, balance of life and how it's mm. pretty well impossible to <laughs> acquire perfect balance in life. Right. But we all are ca- carrying around a beam that we have to put stuff on that we're doing, mm. the, the things that we carry around. And she talked about making sure you only put things that bring you life on that beam. And that is a filter that I have used ever since. And does mm. this activity does this thing bring me life Mm -hmm. if not it can't go on my beam and i have to say no to it Mm -hmm. i have to Mm -hmm. say no thank you or that doesn't work for me or Mm right whatever the Mm taglines that Mm -hmm. you come up listen sometimes we can just say i i i don't know where it came from so i'm not gonna blame anyone or anything (laughs) but often when i say no to something i give an excuse and something as I get older, I'm trying to get better at not giving someone an excuse. Right. Sometimes it's okay to just say, no, thanks. No. I love the, I love what you said. Like, no, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. It doesn't work for it me. It doesn't yeah. work for Listen, me. Listen, I think also, sorry guys, I'm over 50. I'm 55. Uh, <laughs> is that I think you get, I think once you cross the 50 line, somehow you just don't need to well, give anybody a reason. Well, and I think I've you heard just, it said your give a damn gets broken. <laughs> my my <laughs> give a damn is broken. <laughs> Something I'm just broken saying, you. No, I'm just saying no. Just it like, didn't go no. work. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get there. All right. I, I have a couple more um, things as we think about dealing with the holiday blues um, or the heart and the holidays. And I think Chandra touched on some of them too. But planning out specific days that you know are going to be hard. So as you anticipate those days, whether it's um, an anniversary of something hard or a holiday, you know, when you know it's going to be hard and you know it's coming up, I think we can either 
sit and wait for it to come at us or we can go at it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think if we, if we know it's going to be a hard mm-hmm. day, we can plan ahead. Can you think of a, a day where you were like, Oh, I know this is going to be so hard. So I planned X, Y, and Z around it so mm-hmm. that I didn't just sit in my pajamas all day. Yeah. The thing that comes to mind most is last Christmas when I wasn't going to have Cooper and I yeah. went States away to yeah. find, to find peace. And you took a friend, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I stopped by, I even stopped by my cousin's house in Nashville on the way back. And she had yeah. lost Aww. her husband a few years ago. Mm. And we did a very untraditional Christmas Eve. We had, we went to her friend Joel's house and he had like charcuterie, but it was warm. I don't, I, it's a, there's a name <laughs> for it. And I don't know the name for it. Um, and it was just sweet and different. We stayed in our pajamas all Christmas Eve until yeah. it just, it was okay to celebrate in a very different way. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. Um, here's another one is, and you mentioned this, is get outside. Mm-hmm. That when we're feeling like we're stuck mm. in that funk, you know, we've had a really warm winter so far in Ohio, but getting outside and making sure you get grounded in the earth and you're connected to nature, um, I think also helps us just fight that funk mm-hmm. of the holidays. Um, and my last one, I know I said I had 10, but we're running out of time. And we've just talked about so many other things. But here's my last one is make sure that you get plenty of sleep. I know it sounds so, you know, you touched on this water, sleep, taking care of yourself. But I think it's so easy to run ourselves ragged, Mm. trying to do all the things and get the perfect gift and the perfect foods that we just forget our basic needs sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think reminding ourselves like, hey, it's okay to focus on yourself. Mm Um, cause I think the holiday blues or the holiday, you know, the hard, when it comes up, that is real and it can suck us back. You know, you can, you can feel like you've made progress and then there might come a day yeah, or a look somebody gives you or a, something they say. And then you're like, Oh crap, I took two steps back. Mm-hmm. And so I think as we prepare for the holidays, it's good to, to kind of arm ourselves yeah, with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um, our parting shot, because I know you usually I have love them. parting <clears throat> shots. I, I want the parting shot to be from Chandra. And Chandra, if you if you could sit in front of somebody who is, uh, this is their first. Like, they're experiencing loss. They're experiencing loneliness. And it's like real fresh. What, what would you say? To keep going. Mm-hmm. Um. One really awful, awful day, um, I was bawling and I called my, or my brother called and I just downloaded to him like all of the things that were happening. And he said, Chandra, this time next year, it is not Mm. going to feel this way and it is not going to look this way. I promise you. Um, and he set an alarm on his phone (laughs) and texted me the next year, but to keep going. Mm. Um, there were days where it felt like walking through literal mud and to make it from one end of the day to the other was a task. And I was tired and depleted in Mm. all of the ways. Um, but every day I was met with new mercies and, Mm -hmm. um, it was worth keep going to keep going. And Mm -hmm. it was worth making the correct sacrifices for, Mm. um, because I'm able at this point to look back and see the growth from Cooper as well, mm-hmm. not just yeah, me. Sure. He's 
made some amazing growth over the last couple of years. Um, and I would probably hug them, like yeah, <laughs> just hug right. them and, um, ask if they need, like, what do you need? And yeah. they don't, yeah. they oftentimes won't probably know what they need. Yeah. Um, what is, um, I mean, the importance of connection is pretty big. Just uh, being, being connected yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. What is your Instagram handle? Just in case somebody would want to reach out to you and just connect in some way. How it's can they find you on Instagram? At Chandra Sale. That's and a C-H-A-N-D-R-A-S-A-L-E. Yeah. Like things are on sale. Chandra, yeah, Chandra Sale. Okay. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Awesome. Chandra, well, thank you so much for being yes, here. It's a delight. And sharing your story and sharing the things that you've worked through. And no doubt there's somebody listening that needed to hear that. Yeah. That's awesome. So true. So good. Hey, you know what? What? Do we need to talk about our friend Walnut Creek Cheese? Well, you know, I'm always ready to talk about Walnut Creek Cheese and Walnut Creek are. Foods. So recently, I, um, I, I, I made a snack with, okay. with <laughs> sometimes, listen, sometimes I just want a peanut butter and jelly for sandwich, peanut butter and jelly sandwich for supper. That's it. That's all I want. That's what I want, Matt. And Chandra, that's that's all. And I made a peanut butter and jelly with country crunch. What is going on? Crunchy peanut butter. Oh, I'm against that. What? Keep going. And red raspberry (laughs) seedless Walnut Creek Foods Mm -hmm. jam. Their seedless jams at Walnut Creek Foods, the black raspberry seedless and the red raspberry seedless. You can have them shipped anywhere in the country. They are so good. Listen, and it's the holidays, and we made a banging. Well, really, my mom made mm-hmm. a banging charcuterie, charcuterie board, board at our live oh, event. Oh, it was amazing. So, if you are hosting, oh, it's a place just for cheese. Honestly, it's the, stop. Listen, in. There, there's a reason that Walnut Creek Foods has a store called Walnut Creek Cheese and Market mm-hmm. because the amount of cheeses that they carry there is so incredible. True. We love them. So good. Thank you for. Thank you for Sponsor us. Yes, sponsor us. Travel down the road and back again. We love you, Walnut Creek Foods. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, thanks for joining us in our conversation all about the heart around the holidays. You know, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these these are are good good days. days.